This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, everybody. Carm Capriato, Remarkable Results Radio. Good to have you here. One of my favorite peoples in the industry, Trish Sheratori. And Trish, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Carm, how are you? Good, ASE. And Trish is on for a bunch of reasons, and one of them is to say, you're retiring? I can't believe it. Oh, well, you know, 35 years with ASE, 40 in the industry. It's time to find another challenge. How about that? Whoa. I find that interesting. Find another challenge. You're talking my language because that's exactly what happened to me in 2015. I mean, I wasn't old enough to retire, but I took an opportunity to reinvent myself and to do something for the industry that was never being done. And and here I am eight years later, having made some incredible relationships and especially with you and to find out how hard, I mean, it's what, 51 years now? 51 years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 51. And you were there since 88. A long time. (laughs) I've seen many anniversaries come and go here. So, yeah. So anyway, your president, Tim Zilke, is retiring also. Tim is as well. Tim has been there just a few years short of me, about 30 plus years. And again, he was ready for another challenge. And Carm, it's always good to have change, right? Change is important to make sure that organization grows and meets the challenges of today and stays relevant for our constituency. So we're all thrilled about it. Your shop's future is in your hands. Accomplish more by starting now. That's the motto of Repair Shop of Tomorrow, a Napa Auto Care exclusively endorsed vendor. RSOT is helping shops all over the nation run a more profitable business by utilizing best practice marketing and coaching. Interested in Repair Shop of Tomorrow? Call 440-545-1230 for a free 20-minute, no-obligation consultation. We're happy to hear that you're happy. And Donna Wagner is going to replace you. And I've known Donna for years, and she's an old veteran of the industry. But there's a lot of things that we want to talk about here. New leadership coming on board, which we kind of covered, but the new testing for EVs, the new certification for EVs called XEV. That's right, XEV. So we realized there was a little hole in the whole electric vehicle side of the house, and and that was a real focus on safety. So we took the opportunity to poll the industry, both the OEs, the aftermarket, the EMTs, first responders, and developed a set of standards for safety for everyone working in a service repair business and then the technicians themselves who are working on these hybrid electric vehicles, be they light duty or medium duty or heavy duty. So we're excited to to say that we've got the standards all set and now we've got two tests. We have one for the folks who are working in the industries. It's a safety for everybody in the service repair shop, and then one specifically for the technicians working on the, the vehicles themselves. So we're excited to offer that up for the industry. We think it's it's filling a little hole that exists, and we're excited to get some feedback and hear what people think about it. And Corey Glassman is leading that inside of ASC, and I am interviewing him also. So look for the Corey Glassman interview on XEV. So, okay, cool. And then we also want to talk about pro Proctor. But before that, the incredible investment and commitment that you've made to train the trainers, the AAC trainer. Let's talk about that. We had almost 350 automotive instructors from both automobile, medium, heavy truck, and collision join us in Concord, North Carolina last week. We had over 60 sessions of training available to them, allowed them to get their 20 hours of update training required for program accreditation. We also had networking opportunities. We talked about women in the industry with Bogey Leitner. 
We talked about the importance of advisory councils and getting involved with your local businesses. And it was just a great chance for them to concentrate on what they need to know to go back and be exceptional instructors that we know that they are. So we're pleased to always do that. This is our sixth, seventh one. We'll be in Minneapolis next year. So maybe you'll come by and join us. Yeah, let me say this. I'm on an advisory panel for the local college. I know how important what you're doing is. I'm so curious. Do you have any idea how many instructors are out there in in post-secondary? Just like say post-secondary. There's got to be thousands, right? There's thousands. We have an email list of 5,000 and that would be high school and post-secondary. We probably have about a thousand post-secondaries accredited. So that's minimally 3,000 right there, maybe, if you count the adjuncts. And then probably another couple thousand that are programs that we are we haven't accredited yet. So it's a significant number out there. But I will say there's still a shortage of good instructors because they're all a little gray-haired up there. And No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at our college, Trish, to hire both adjunct and, and full-time. It is becoming a struggle, but with the changing technology, I am so happy that you're doing what you're doing and offering this the instructor training, kind of call it in back of my mind, to train the trainer, but there's just not enough showing up. And my point is, if you're listening and you're on an advisory board that you need to go to, you need to go to your department chair and say, hey, what are we doing? Because I'll tell you, we just had a meeting last week and I can't remember in the last so many months agendas that it came up, what kind of training that our instructors are getting. I got to bring that up. You got to bring that up. And they need that 20 hours and they're so overwhelmed with trying to just make sure the kids are getting what they need and the equipment and the facility stays up to speed and managing the administration that sometimes they forget they have to take care of themselves. And that means going out and finding the training that's available to them. So... Anything you could do to support that, be awesome. Continued continued success to ASE for all that you do now. Pro Proctor. Pro Proctor, yeah. How long has it been out? We started it last October with a soft launch. You know, we call Pro Proctor, that's the product name. What it really is, is the opportunity to have remote testing in your home or in your business. So if you're an individual, it gives you the opportunity to take your recertification test in your home using your computer. Again, we want to make sure that all those folks in those rural areas that have to travel hours to get to a test center have that opportunity. Folks who just hate that test center up, nobody likes to go to the test center. So here's our chance to have folks recertify using this product from our partner Prometric. We're happy to offer it. Find this fascinating, Trish that as much integrity as there always was in the testing centers, that you would allow me to take this at home. Oh my God, I could write all the answers over here, couldn't I? Write them on the back of my hand and everything. Oh my God, I'm going to I'm gonna breeze through all these ASEs. And so that was one of the things when I was on a call with Trish before we got, I says, oh, she said, oh, Carm, trust me, we have got this thing locked down. I mean, <laughs> you sent me the two pages of the remote testing pro proctor fact sheet. And I'm thinking, whoa, there's a lot here. I got to have Chrome. I got to have this. I mean, there needs to be a camera that can show me a 360 degree view. I can't be in a room with full windows. I mean, I find it fascinating that we have caught up with technology in this trust and verify thing that you have to have in order to provide a certification to someone that really did pass the test. That We can do this in the privacy of our own home or say in a room at the shop. Yes, absolutely. Everything's been thought about. Give us an overview. Well, again, I think part of what makes ASYNC valuable to technicians and to employers is that integrity of the test, right? We want to be sure 
that you are who you are and that it's your knowledge and competency that's being tested. So we wanted to make sure that that could also happen in a home environment using your own computer. And the Prometric folks have gotten top of the line to do that. We have a person who's, first of all, you have to download the correct software onto your computer. You have to make sure that it works. Again, Carm, just like you said, we don't want any environmental stuff around that could distract you first and or cue you, which don't want any of that either. And then the folks from Prometric are going to come on the screen and they're going to walk you through the process. They're going to check you throughout the process, right? So, you know, you might be thinking, you know, going to be looking at the sky for a minute. Well, they're kind of watching to make sure you're looking at the sky and you come back down and make sure you're back at the test and you, you haven't wandered off there. So we want to be sure that, and I think we've got it, that the security level and the integrity level of testing at home is as equal to it at a test center. And, and I'm confident that we have achieved that. And also the recertifiers, they're our best customers. You know, there's the best technicians for the most part. They're going to pass that test 98% tile anyway. So you know, here's our opportunity to thank them for their commitment to being ASC certified. So they're watching you on camera. It's got to be scheduled. So, you know, we just can't just to say, hey, I'm going to go take an ASC test. Just can't do that. Got to register in advance, just like you do at the test center, right? And, you know, let us know you here's when you want to test. You can't do it the same day because you do have to make sure that computer in your room is set up properly. So don't try and uh, schedule immediately. Give yourself a little lead time to get all those things in place. That's important. The beauty of it is that you don't have to go to a test center. Don't have to go to a test center. And just like you said, if you're a shop and you have what I would call a kind of sterile room in your facility that you can clean up and lock down. Now they don't even have to leave the shop. They can schedule, take the test right in your business and be done with it. So, you know, that's another opportunity for our employers to support the certification of their technicians. That's a great word, sterile room. I like that because when you look over the fact sheet of exactly the kind of prep that you need to have, the word is sterile. I mean, prohibited items that you can't bring in. It's amazing. I wonder, does ProMetric do this for other industries? Well, this is ProMetric's requirements, first of all, right? You know, so we, because they're a partner, we have to kind of look at what they require. I will tell you that we understand that this is probably a little more complicated for our technician base than maybe some of their other partners. So going forward, we're going to take a look at some of these requirements and say, you know what, we might be able to lessen that without impinging on any of the integrity. So we're now that that, you know, we've got almost a year under our belt here. We're listening to the folks that have used the Pro Proctor remote testing and getting their feedback and saying, here's where we can maybe lighten up the load or we want to be sure we're still rock steady. Yeah, one of the things that I know that I've learned about ASE is that you take feedback, test scores very seriously and you will get back together and say, hey, we may be too easy on here, too tough on here. What's the feedback coming back? I mean, if you can share anything that's going on with this? Sure. So from a test content, it's fine, right? Because it's the exact same test that you take if you go to press. So really no other than normal, you know, I don't like that question because I'm in GM tech and it, that's, you know, whatever. So that that part's fine. I think the feedback that's helping us is the feedback about the process, right? And we have heard that there are a number of individuals who haven't been able to complete their test because, oh, the dog wandered into the room. 
well, we really, that can be a distraction to you. So we really kind of don't want that to happen. So we're getting feedback like that. We're getting feedback that maybe the proctor might be a little inconsistent. So once they, t- they take it one time and the proctor is a little stricter than the proctor the next time. So that's great feedback for us to get back to Prometric to say, hey, you need to be consistent across the board for all of our technicians. You can't be easier one and less easier on another. Again, you know, the whole window thing, you know, do you need to cover the window? Do you not need to cover the window, feedback like that. So we're taking all that and the folks taking the tests have been awesome in responding to the surveys that we have at the end of the testing process to tell us all that. So, and our customer service department is really fielding all of those as well. You know, as cars become more advanced, manufacturers are getting sole access to important vehicle data while independent repair shops and vehicle owners are increasingly locked out from accessing vital repair data. But who owns the data? The vehicle owner? or the manufacturer. When it comes to vehicle repair, the fight to secure data access for vehicle owners and their chosen independent repair facilities continue. U.S. Representative Bobby L. Rush introduced the Right to Equitable and Professional Auto Industry Repair, acronym REPAIR, R-E-P-A-I-R Act, to the U.S. House on February 3, 2022. The bill is aimed at giving small, independent repair shops the same kind of data access that licensed vehicle dealerships already receive. Americans should not be forced to bring their cars to more costly and inconvenient dealerships for repairs when independent auto repair shops are often cheaper and far more accessible, said Rep. Rush. But as cars become more advanced, manufacturers are getting sole access to important vehicle data while independent repair shops are increasingly locked out. The right to repair legislation should protect a pro-consumer and competitive motor vehicle repair market, provide independent repair shops with the rights to critical information, tools, and equipment needed to repair modern cars and trucks. The right to repair legislation should task the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration with developing cybersecurity standards and guidelines to protect vehicle data and systems when repair and maintenance data is accessed by vehicle owners. Please join the fight and help support Right to Repair by completing the form at www.autoadvocacy.org slash NAPA, which sends a letter to your member of Congress today. Right to Repair legislation protects your access to vehicle data and scan tools. This is critically important for the automotive heavy-duty paint and body industries. AutoCareAdvocacy.org slash NAPA. So I've read all of the requirements, the two-page fact sheet on everything that I need to know. And I sit down and I have this camera that cannot be on the laptop, but it needs to be a camera that I can literally show the proctor what my room looks like. And they go through this and they go, I'm sorry, that's not going to qualify. And then I have to fix that and then reschedule. Well, it depends on the severity of what's wrong, right? If it's simply you need to put a book away that happened, you forgot that you left behind you. You can just put that away and, and, you know, the test can continue. If it's a little bit more serious, like a bookcase with Chilton manuals behind you, they may ask you to stop the test, remove that, and log back in. So it depends on the severity of what they see. And one we had where there was a, it was a brand new chair, office chair, and there was the tag was still hanging on the bottom. And so they just asked the uh, technician to cut that tag off and, and throw it away. And, and, and that was as simple as that. So it doesn't have to be something major to, to halt the test. It can be something fixable. Interesting. My office has a big bay window in it. 
Would you think I'd have a problem with that? Well, unless you have shutters or curtains that you can cover it, because what they don't want is somebody looking in at you or able to turn your head and maybe they could cue you through the window. So that's why they they ask that. I find it fascinating to think that an individual on the outside that could cue me in the test, how would they know what question I'm on? You know, I don't know, but obviously Prometric has found that stuff like that happens. And so they want it not to be an issue for our team. I am not challenging their professionalism. I am I am just curious to think how they have thought of everything so that, and again, I go back to the whole words of, you know, the integrity and the trust, of the test, if it's the same for everyone. And we know that it's a lot, right? It's, you know, two pages. Nobody wants to read two pages. So call us, right? Reach out, send us a note. We'll walk you through this. We'll hold your hand. We'll do whatever we can to make it right for you because we do think that this is the opportunity for the future. And we want to be sure that if we can get it right for our recertifiers, maybe there's a way to do it for everybody else too. So basically don't be afraid to jump on this pro proctor Anyone who may be watching the video, here are the two detailed sheets. If Yeah, here it is, a bigger picture. And I started to read them and I said, wow, please be sure that you've read all the, and I'm not scaring anyone away, but my point is, is what you do before the prohibited items, you can have water in a clear water bottle without the label and two tissues. And my point is, is that they have thought this out to the nth degree And I think we, as a test taker, have to respect the fact that I'm getting the luxury of not having to drive and go somewhere, especially if I lived in the country and I got to drive 40, 50 miles to go to a test center. I respect what's going on here and take the test. Can I still go to a test center? Oh, absolutely. Right. Yep. The same thing. You know, if you want to take one test, you know, try it out with the remote proctor system and either you like it or you don't like it, but it was easier for you to go to the test center. That's fine. We're into options right now, right? We have the ASC test centers. We have the mobile ASC renewal app if you're an auto tech. And now we have the remote testing product. So it's just our way of trying to meet our customers' needs to make sure it's easy for them to maintain and get their ASC certification to finish out their career and and make sure that they're doing as well as they can. If I had all my A certifications, I don't necessarily have to do Pro Proctor on any one of them. I could just get involved in renewal, right? So for the auto series, you can use the ASC renewal app to recertify or maintain your ASC certification credentials through the ASC renewal app. Absolutely. And that's on your phone. So that's a little easier. So if I didn't have my L4, can I do it on Pro Proctor? Not yet, because L4 just came out and we don't have a research test yet. So the remote proctoring right now today is only for recertification. So if the test does not have a recertification test attached to it, you can't use the remote proctoring yet. That's important. And I don't believe I mentioned that up front. Pro proctor is for research only. So if I wanted today, to get my... Today. Today. Yes. Okay, I get it. But if I wanted to get my ADS L4, I'd have to go to a test center. And then from then on, could I be part of Renewal App? Um, L4 is not yet on the Renewal App. We're just about ready to add L1. Yeah, so L1, we're targeting first quarter 24 to have available for the Renewal App. And then we'll start adding the others. But right now, L1 will be first. Are all the A's in Renewal App? All the A's are on the Renewal App. How about service? No, just the A's. Okay, just the the A's and you're working on L1. L1, yes. Wow. L1 complicated because of the booklet, right? You remember if you take the L1 test, you have to have the booklet. So trying to 
manage that. And I think we've got it. So it'll be first quarter. I'm just hearing you. You're so in the deep end of the pool here and you're getting ready to retire. Trisha, you're at the top of your game. It's hard. It's hard. I keep thinking about all these great projects we're involved in and that I'm going to hand them off and Donna and our new team are going to take them and run with them and make them even better. And and that's what is meaningful to me. So you retired two weeks after you retired and the phone rings and they say, hey, <laughs> hey, help us with this. <laughs> you bet. You bet. <laughs> you would have said you can take the girl out of the industry, but you can't take the industry out of the girl or something like that. I don't... Perfect. That's exactly. That's the quote too. Exactly right. So... We covered some really important things. I mean, we're not here to get into heavy-duty details, but a lot going on at ASC, and I love Pro Proctor. It's great. Yeah, it's really a great opportunity, and as I said, is the good news here is technology is going to help us, right? They're kind of just right behind us in this ability to offer these things in a non-traditional way, and I think you'll see more of it as we go forward. So one more overview on Pro Proctor. All research tests can be done at home or in a training room at the office, It has to be a sterile or clean environment. They're going to be watching you on camera. Somebody is going to be watching you. It's got to be scheduled. Need a few days ahead to get the schedule. And no need to go to the test center for these research. No need to go to the test center. And if you have any issues, we're right there for you. So give us a call or drop us a note. So yeah, we're right there to help. Every person who holds an ASE certification has been notified of ProProctor. They already know. On the research side, yes. But, you know, it takes a while for the message to actually get totally out there. So that's why we're talking to you. And while we push out press releases and other information, because five years, you forget. You think, oh, I have to go back and retest. And they might not recall that we've got this opportunity for them. So you're 100% right. You know, any press release that would have come out and I go, oh, that's really cool. And then three, four months go down the road and you don't have it on the highest priority, except for the fact that I need to recertify Wasn't there something about it? So we're happy to come in and and, and discuss this with you. Yeah. You will see a message that says, oh, you're eligible to recertify. You can do it this way or you can do it this way. So we are making it open when they come back to register, but they might not realize that until they do that, get to that point. Well, I'm so glad you came on and helped clarify some of this stuff and all the great things that are going on at ASE. We wish you well. You're retiring at the end of the year, officially? End of the year. So I'm sure I will see you again before that time. Best to you, Trish Territory, here at great uh, little discussion on the Pro Proctor and all the other great things that you have going on at ASE. And our wishes to a, I'll see you in person to wish you, but as far as the podcast goes, this, who knows, maybe you'll be on again. I don't know. But if not, the best to you, Trish. Thanks for all your support of the podcast. Thanks. Well, wonderful. Thanks so much, Carl. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.